You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Andre, um, I believe we're next listening year. to Two Guys Talking Wine. Oh, I'm oh. Andre Prue from AndreWineReview.ca. I'm Michael Pincus from MichaelPincusWineReview.com. Man, that was a premature setup there. I was I was prematurely getting excited. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. And um, I really, I really hope you can uh, come out to the All Canadian Wine Championships one year. I think you'd have a you'd have a blast. First yes. of all, it's a it's a great event. You get to taste so many great wines from all over the country. And um, this year, we sat down, or I sat down with Bev Carnahan, and yes. you were nice enough to um, put your two cents in over the over the. Uh, Phone. Well, it is always interesting to see the results of this competition because it has a lot of love from Ontario and BC. But it's just, um, I know when I'm talking to people about Canadian wine in general, BC and Ontario, in my mind, don't usually compete. But it is nice that there is a competition that puts the entire country head to head. And it's going to be interesting to see how the competition evolves, especially with very strong wine industry starting to emerge from places like Nova Scotia and Quebec. Yes. So, um it should it should change the face of that uh, of that competition quite quite drastically. I would th- think probably in the next 5 years we'll see more and more uh gold medals coming from them for wines and not just like fruit wine and and uh, hybrid grape varieties. Yeah. So, that all being said, we sat down with Bev Carnahan to talk about the All-Canadian Wine Championships. Andre, what you up to? I am enjoying a beer on what finally feels like summer is here. Well, we are doing the same thing, and when I say we, I'm here with Bev Carnahan, uh, who is the organizer and owner? What is it? Owner, yes. Yeah, of the All-Canadian Wine Championships. We're having a local beer called Parsons. You're going to love this name. Are you ready for this? Okay. Crushable Pilsner. I'll take one of those. Yeah, I'm sure you would. So that's what we're, we're crushing a Pilsner because we've uh, been tasting wines all day. Okay. Not you specifically, Bev, but... Uh, I had a bit. Yeah, you probably had a little bit. And um, I thought we'd, we'd grab Bev because we've never had somebody from uh a wine competition and there's quite a few in in canada yes and you and uh, I, we, we I, did I the judge th- at the uh, all canadians you judge at the ontario wine awards yes that's right uh and i thought you know we just finished so we'll talk to bev a little bit about the awards the history of the awards and then talk about who won this year that all sounds super duper and then if you have any questions jump right in that so sounds super welcome. duper. I'm going to keep drinking Thank beer. Thanks for having me. And um, first of all, let's go with the, how do you end up at the All Canadian Wine Championships? How long have this been going on? Let's, give it, let's get some history. Okay, in well, it was started by Brian Bannon, who was a uh, food and wine writer at the Windsor Star um, many years ago, uh, decades ago. And uh, he started this little uh, competition for Canadian wineries uh, when there were probably only a couple of dozen. And uh, that was 1981. And he built it up. Uh, It was, um, uh, you know, constantly uh, expanding uh, the categories and that. And he would get more and more from uh, all provinces. Uh, No fruit wines at that time. It was only table wines. 
he had it till 2002, and I was a helper that year. Uh, my husband was also a judge, and uh, I was uh, conscripted into uh, <laughs> being uh, the back of house and uh, opening I don't know how many bottles of wine. And then afterwards at, uh, at our house, uh, he invited me to uh, think about taking it over. Uh, he was ready to move on to something else, and I was ready for something else. So it was perfect timing. And Margaret? <laughs> you're the one. You're taking the charge, Michael. Oh, is that how I'm doing this? Oh, you're not going to jump in at any point? You have no questions on that first part? Nope, I think I'm good. Carry okay, on, so Bev. You're a very no good storyteller. Oh, now you're jumping in. What? I said, carry on, Bev. You're a very good storyteller. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. So you said there was no fruit wine at the time. When did fruit wine become? So you, you uh, basically, first of all, you take over in 2003. Is that? Yes, you that was my first year. And um, after about that time, I was starting to get emails from uh, the fruit wine uh, wineries, and uh, wondering when you know they're pretty much begging to get in because their other fruit wine competition had uh, folded. So they had no platform and uh, it seemed right. And, you know, I want to help it out and promote them as well. They're a big part of uh, what we make in Canada. And so they came on board in uh, 04, I think. And it's uh, really been a noticeably heavy part of the competition it's uh i'd say probably 20 to 25 percent of it wow when you're talking about fruit wine you're talking like all fruits from apples yeah to... fruits ciders meads we just uh, accepted in the last uh, few years meads are are the newest one um but fruit wines yeah table uh ice ciders um anything soft fruit uh, tree fruit and all different categories within that. I thought I heard you were asking asking a question, Andre. And no, I cut you off. we're still just sort of at like the, the establishing the story thing. I'm going to have questions when we find out who win, and I got questions down the road. I mean, there's a lot of wineries that participate. So okay, so that's a good question. When you when you started in 2003, how many wineries were participating, approximately, or how many wines oh. did you have in? Just give up. Oh, the first year, uh, well, Brian's last year, there were 522. Okay. I remember that definitely. And then, because you had to open every single bottle twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that was uh, the fruit wines uh, joining the fray, and, and it was uh, a big jump. I think it was about 700 the next year. And um, and then it's, it's just grown by about a hundred a year it's kind of leveled off to about 1400 now wow yeah and then so how many wineries would you say get involved about uh 230 this year across the country across the country now uh noticeably and boggles my mind is that 60 percent of those are from bc why do you think you have um such broad participation in in bc or is it just there's more wineries out there you know i know they have their their own competitions they're very uh, uh notable um you know the governor general's award and um big wine festivals and they've got all kinds of competitions for their own wines 
I know they want to uh, compete on a, a national level, um, and there are two um, national competitions, no, three yeah. in Canada. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what the stats are on the other two competitors, um, but uh, ours, it's been steadily, uh, over, well over half are from BC, and I'm not quite sure why. I, I don't, I know they have well over twice the wineries we do, but um, as far as uh, why they do, I'm but not sure. But they're all, they're, they're much smaller than we are here in Ontario too, that's the thing. Well, that's, that's why they have they have a lot of wineries, but they're smaller in production. That's uh, that's not quite true. There, remember last year, uh, Crescent Hill won the best white for their Gewurztraminer. Okay, you can't get a smaller winery than that. We were there in October. It's tiny, and then you have you know, major ones like Cedar Creek. Mission Hill, yeah, yeah. which is all part of that group. Cedar yeah. Creek, Mission yeah. Hill. So, And then uh, we do have winners, Andre. What would you like to know? I would like to know who won some medals for sparkling wine this year because I'm always excited to read that at this competition. Uh, well, um, I can't give you the – I can give you the top three. Okay. The trophy went to a frizzante – from Ruby Blues, that's in Naramata, and that was for Peace, Love, and Bubbles. It's okay. a rosé. It's a great name for and, a wine. Yeah, and uh, it was a fun quaffer. And then the second one up was the Maverick Sparkling. That was quite nice. Uh, and then the third one in line was the Fielding Sparkling Rosé. I am not surprised by that even a little bit. No, I didn't even. I, that that's news to me. Suddenly, that is a good one. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a delicious wine. I actually have some bottles of that, Andre. Oh, that's not, fantastic. not right now. We are drinking beer, but I that's, I do have some of that one. Now I don't know if Bev knows that, but I'm sure you're just itching to find out a specific grape varieties winner. Chardonnay, please. You, Chardonnay, I can't. I, uh, oak. Oh, so oak. now she's wishing she brought her list along. Dang. Oak over, oak oh, over twenty dollars. That one. Okay, fine. It. I'll have to wait till it goes on the oh, website and I make my shopping list. Top... What was that? I'll have to wait till it goes on the website and I can make my shopping list. Okay. But we do have the winners for uh, red, white, uh, fruit, fruit, and, and dessert. dessert. So you want to know those ones? Or how'd, my, how'd my boys in Saskatchewan do? I know we, you get a few uh, entries from uh, the fruit wineries out in Saskatchewan. Uh, there was uh, Spirit Hills. Um, Spirit Hills, um, who was the other one? I know there was a Sasquatch in there. And um, Andre's from Saskatchewan, that's why. Ah. So he's a he's a prairie boy who absolutely loves Chardonnay. Yeah. It's kind of a weird combination, but, but it, all right. It has, been, it has been interesting, though, to see the quality of the fruit, fruit wines come up. Because even when I moved to Ontario... 10 years ago in 2007 when I tasted some of the fruit wines it, it largely felt like a bit of a joke where last time I was out in uh, in Saskatchewan, I can't say last time last summer when I was out, I got to taste some of the wines from Living Sky which it doesn't look like they entered any of their wines into I've it had the, I've had their wines entered before yeah, the, the, um, the rhubarb wine that they make is fantastic so 
I mean, it, it is something worth making a shopping list from to take a look at uh, some of these fruit wines that are entered into the competition. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's go with uh, dessert wine. Dessert wine, that was the lone trophy for Ontario. And that went to Lakeview Cellars for their Vidal ice wine. And then we had a, a fruit wine trophy given out. Yeah, Man, uh, Man Farms out in um, Abbotsford. And that was for their raspberry dessert. Now, I don't know if this has happened before because I, I, I don't remember. I've, I've been with the competition, I, I want to say 10 years, if yeah. not more. I don't remember the same winery winning white and red. Never. So this is a first, Andre. We're getting the scoop right here. Cool. Right here. So big winner, double play, Wild Goose Winery. Okay. And they won for the red wine was the Red Horizon 2016, $25 wine. Uh, the other was the white, and it was their Gewürztraminer. And it's just luscious. And we don't the price on that one? Uh, that I don't know off the top oh. of my head. So there you go, Andre. Wild Goose picks up two, the big two. So, my, my, sorry, Michael, let me uh, direct a question at you. Uh, sure. How many wines did you taste over the past, what is it, three days? Um, yeah, so three days, uh, I would say about 100 wines a day. It's, it's, you know, probably about as much as we tasted at Vintage's Tasting. Uh, you know, just slightly over, may sometimes slightly under, but it's about a hundred wines a day. Because you know we have, we do have a lot of wines. How many were entered this year, Beth? Uh, Thirteen hundred and ninety-three. So you know, there, you got to spread those out, and then you know, into trophy rounds and such. So you probably hit about a hundred. Wow, that is uh, that is a sizable amount. It is fairly sizable, but I mean, uh, beer helps get us through. And Perrier, thank you, Perrier people. <laughs> uh maybe another question that that's interesting about this competition like it's a very very large wine competition why do you host it out in the middle of uh i guess if it's been running there as long as uh michael's been involved in prince edward county well actually uh, i'll start off with it started in windsor uh and then bev can take the story over from there but i should give a shout out to the wearing house who uh who hosts us um, and this, if you get a chance to stay in Prince Edward County at the Waring House, it really is just a gorgeous venue. So I will let Bev take over why it has moved from Windsor to Prince Edward County. It goes where I go. Ah. Uh, <laughs> it's very portable. Um, John and I were looking for a place to retire, so we had a very short list, and Prince Edward County was uh, was at the top of it. And it made sense for us to uh, move to another wine region. So we moved here in 05, or uh, 05, 13. Okay. And uh, so that, this is where it's been held ever since. Yeah, Florida was not really on that list, obviously. No. I don't think they make wine in Florida either, was. do they? Do they make wine yeah. in Florida? What was that? Do they make wine in Florida? They do, actually. It's <sighs> I hate to say it, but it's the, the stuff I've tasted is pretty crappy. Uh, and it's mostly um, fruit stuff, but if you've ever had orange or pineapple wine, really not stuff you want to have. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those, actually, are, those are great tasting actually, notes. Erica's, from you, uh, my wife, Erica's um, uh, family took us to a winery in Florida, 
and that because they thought, well, you know what, her her parents retired down there, and they said, let's try this winery. It's really close by, and oh, oh boy, not good. <laughs> I understand Texas is great for wine. They now they're they're using a lot of California grapes, but not all the wineries do. I and... actually had a bottle of Tempranillo brought to me by a friend from Texas using Texas yeah. fruit, and it was. It was great. It was a $15 American bottle of wine, and for Tempranillo at 15 bucks, I would happily drink another bottle of it. So, so here's the, here's the weird. I don't know if it's it's still the case. So I hope that somebody from uh, from the U.S. will pipe in on this one. But my understanding is that it's California, Washington, uh, Oregon, New York. Those are your top four. But I think yep. New York actually comes before Washington and Oregon, and then Texas was number five for for wine production. Wow. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought Texas in the top five. But well, that, and the thing is, there's um, New Mexico and Arizona are coming up as well, if either of you haven't seen it before, but uh, the documentary Blood Into Wines about Maynard Keenan, the lead singer of the band Tool, and his winery out there. And I had a chance to taste a bottle of his wine. It is insanely expensive, but very interesting. So... Actually, I'm taking a look here in order. It's California, Washington, New York, Pennsylvania, Oregon, Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky, Vermont, Virginia, Texas. Wow, so Texas has really dropped down then. Yep. Wow, that's the that's the beauty of having the internet right at his fingertips. Yeah, well. Yeah, there you go. I got a fact check. No fake news on this podcast. That is <laughs> no fake news. So, Michael, do you want to add anything about the uh, All-Canadian Wine Championships? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great little uh, event. I love coming here. Um, I will tell you, uh, obviously I, I don't get to, uh, obviously don't get to taste everything. Uh, Andre Bev is sweet enough to, uh, start me off with Gamay. Uh, I think she's done that ever since she found out that I'm a big fan and I can't wait to go over my notes when she hands me, uh, the key, uh, which is, you know, all the wines that you tasted, uh, because everything is done blind, obviously. But at the end of the competition, she hands out the key and she says, these are the wines you tasted. Uh, and there was some really great Gamay. The other one that surprised me was how good the Syrah was. Oh, yeah. They so were such fantastic Syrah being for, made in this country. From both from Ontario and BC or just? I have, I, again, I, I haven't seen the key. I suspect I'm going to get it in the next week or so. I've got my notes. Andre, we should do a follow-up and I'll tell you what my top the top wines that I, I can give you my top ten that I tried. Sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, there was some great Merlot too. I was surprised at the at the Merlot. See, and I didn't think you liked Merlot. I'm the one no, that doesn't like Merlot. Very happy with the Merlot. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was great up until the point where uh, where John uh, said I think the quality has uh, really improved, and then everything went to hell. <laughs> That's really funny. It was. We tasted 24 wines. They were really great, and we had another six to go. Uh, and then he's he's telling us, uh, you know, the quality is really great. And then the last six were just absolute dogs. I hate oh. to say it, they were just. And I'm like, oh, John, knock on something. I don't care if you're superstitious or not. Please just knock on something. Do something. Don't don't just leave it hang out there. So. All right. Well, I'll let you guys get back to your beers. Thanks very much. And you too. Which beer are you having? You didn't tell us. I'm having an Amsterdam three-speed lager because right now they're selling it in big cans. Okay. Uh, is it on sale? It's like three bucks and something for a 568 milliliter can. 
and, like and what's what's the beer called? Amsterdam Brewery. It's a Toronto brewery, and yeah. it's a three-speed lager. So it's about your speed, Michael. Yeah, no, I don't like a five-speed lager. I like a three-speeder. That's pretty much my thing. And as I said, this Parsons Parsons Crushable is is your speed, Andre. It is truly crushable. Uh, my glass has been on. I may have to go for more. Mine's yeah, that's gone too. So, well, I do love pouring over the website when the results are posted. I haven't had a chance to do it yet as of the day that we recorded this, but I think as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to sit down and, and make a bit of a shopping list. Yeah, I know that uh, that uh, I know Pondview wants something for Rosé. I remember that. But uh, I, haven't, I haven't poured over stuff myself. Um, I think they want a gold for it. And that's a great Rosé, by the way. I don't know if you've oh tried my God, that Pondview. The quality of Rosé in the province is very, very high right now present company excluded but it is one of my favorite things when we do the rosé tasting at uh the for the wine writer circle where the past few years it's been about half ontario uh and half from around the world and the bottles we have coming out of the province there's something that'll tickle your fancy for sure ontario rosé is just fucking phenomenal i'm gonna i'm gonna go right out there and throw the f-bomb doubly so i all the other ones a ph yeah, but it's just they're phenomenal wines that are coming out, and and uh, I know when they score rosé, you know you you, you got to keep within a certain a certain range. You very yeah. rarely are going to see a five star bottle of rosé. Yeah, I don't think I've ever scored one five stars. But I mean, there is definitely some really great rosés that are coming out of the province. That all said, um, this was all about the All Canadian Wine Championships. Yeah, so. yeah. So let's let's wrap that up and. Uh, uh, like I said, just what's the website for All Canadian Wine Championships? Uh, I believe it's allcanadianwine.com or, jeez, you'd think I would go. I know that, uh, I, that they're on Instagram as All Canadian Wines. Um, it's allcanadianwinechampionships.com. My goodness. You were there. It's not, it's not like I was looking at the website. So you I was tasting wine. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, leave a comment, leave reviews. Uh, now there's going to be angry phone calls, and I know who they're from. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'm Andre Pru from AndreWineReview.ca. And I'm Michael Pingus from MichaelPingusWineReview.com. And good night! Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.